all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they gon' be them Saints. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew and we are coming at you from the Vivid Seats studio. Use promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. And the Saints are NFC South champions for the third straight season. Back to back to back as they defeat the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta 26-18 on Thanksgiving night it was not pretty as the offense was really off the whole night and that was obviously that's gonna be big concerns and obviously big big concerns of how breeze is playing and how this offense just looks a bit off kamara looks a bit off michael thomas was stopped today and they were still able to put up 26 points but definitely there, there was definitely not the glue that's usually there so we're gonna see what happens next week's gonna be a huge game when they will host the san francisco 49ers probably for the first seed in this game because if the saints win that that would move to 11 and 2 and then you play a few games against non-divisional opponents that you should come up victorious in, and then you'll finish the season off against the panthers which you should be able to win as well so really this game is going to be i think the big one when coming up here again i think the saints if they win this one they may not even have to play the panthers game in 13 3 may be able to get them in they may clinch it already it may not matter but definitely going to be really interesting to see and interesting to what this team's going to do but this game, they beat the Falcons, and I think we're obviously going to do our normal recap with our notes, intriguing matchups, and our group-by-group recap, and then we'll finish off with some Houdat Nation fan questions here. So, going into these notes, it wasn't pretty for the Saints, but their defensive line stepped up with nine sacks, four by Cameron Jordan, who now leads the league with 13 and a half sacks, and, you know, what he was able to do, four and a half also uh, tackles for loss, he just had a really good game, he had a pass deflection, he had four QB hits, were all his sacks, that was good, he never misconverted on a, um, on a uh, knockdown of the QB of Matt Ryan, and it was led by Cam Jordan, but also other guys, Marcus Davenport, added two sacks and a forced fumble, so he obviously will move his sack total up to six, which is good. So if he can get like a few more sacks, eight sacks is where he wants to be in that second year. Really good uh, jump for him. So that would be kind of like where we were looking at. And I think that was, he's just, he's kind of maybe coming on strong. We saw the fourth quarter of uh, last week's game. And now this game, he was able to turn it on with two sacks. Really nice game by Davenport. Also, they were able to get sacks from Trey Hendrickson, Shelton Rankins, Craig Robinson. They were able to just really blitz Matt Ryan and, sack him a lot and it was just a really good job by this saints uh front four and there when they brought blitzes they were able to do that as well so overall really good job by the defensive line also on the defensive line interception by shy Tuttle in that nasty 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 stiff arm of, of matt ryan and just put him into the ground wow it just was what a play i mean that's gonna be a meme probably for years to come because i mean that's kind of just like kind of how the falcon season is going he just got bodied into the ground and wow what a play by shy tuttle and then chauncey gardner johnson also had an interception for the saints so the saints came in here won the turnover battle but they did lose the yards battle first down battle and time of possession battle if you're looking at these team stats you're like wait the saints won the saints were two for ten on third downs they were really not able, I mean, and then what they gave up, they were, they gave up eight for 18 on third and fourth downs for the Falcons. So that wasn't really good as well. So they were able to convert for a good amount. 
the Falcons really weren't able to run the ball, so the Saints definitely they had over uh, five yards to carry, so that was good for the Saints. But, I mean, the Falcons, had, they won the penalty battle, turnover battle, as I said. They were able to out-gain uh, the Saints, It was, and they almost doubled the first downs. So it, it's tough to say, like, how can you say that the Saints were going to go in here and dominate? Now, look, it looked like they were going to dominate. They were up 26-9, and the Falcons had all those garbos plays because of a lot of special teams issues with getting onside kicks. And the Saints special teams played so good up to that point, and they were playing really good. They were able to um, kick the field goals. You had a lot of missed field goals from Atlanta, missed extra point, and a missed field goal for them. So it was like, oh, like th th this is the difference of the game. Taysom Hill coming up with the block punt, really good, and then two onside kicks and making everyone worried when it didn't have to be. And the Saints weren't, it was like the most annoying, as I said, I forgot who I said it to, but I said it was like the most annoying win because it just like, it just wasn't really going our way, especially on the offense. Drew Brees did not have a good game in this one. He was um, just, I think, a little off. Did never really got a rhythm. He was 18 of 30 for 184 yards and a touchdown. Now, he had no picks. He wasn't sacked. But it was just kind of like a game manager game. And I feel like it was kind of like a, a Teddy Bridgewater performance. And I think that we all think uh, Drew Brees can do better than that. So, Again, that's just kind of how this game was going. I mean, they were able to run the ball 18 times for 95 yards, which was good, but I think they should be able to run the ball more, especially when you had a lead. I, I just feel like they got a little pass-happy as well, which, again, it's going to hurt drives, but the offensive line did a good job with opening up holes in the rushing attack, and it was mostly quick passing with the passing gain. So really wasn't really much, though, because you had Jared Cook. He was your leading receiver. Michael Thomas was kind of shut down. Alvin Kamara was shut down in this one, and he only had 15 uh, touches in this. I, I just... To me, I, I don't like how Alvin Kamara is playing, and he looks different than he did earlier in the season. And last year, he was making a ton of guys miss. This year, he's not making anybody's miss. He's making linebackers. They're tackling him in space, and just like it was a one-on-one, -on -one and he just he got taken down by a linebacker. That never happens. And, again, you, now you're going to have to start looking at it of where he's got to be, and maybe he's not healthy. People think he's not putting in like the effort. I don't think that's the case. I just think maybe he's not that healthy, and I think that's something we got to look at going into the future because you need Kamara healthy so again I really hope he gets well and he's really at his 100% because this is just not 100% Kamara so whatever's up he's got to fix that for sure because the Saints this is against the Falcons defense is just not very good and the Saints kind of sputtered now they had one nice drive for a touchdown but the other touchdown drive was a short field and then they were got getting turnover after turnover good field position after good field position and they were just settling for field goals cannot happen Especially when you're going to be playing a tough team with the 49ers. It's going to be even tougher to move the ball. Especially if you don't have your full offensive line, in which you probably won't. You at least won't have Pete. Maybe of Armstead, maybe you don't. But still, the Saints definitely have to look at that. About who's, um, who are they going to get to move the ball? And it seems like they're just one weapon away. We've been saying it all year. And look, I know you're looking at it. We clinched the division, and it's uh, November 29th. And that's great. And you're coming in strong. You're already guaranteed a home playoff game, and you're hoping for a first round bye. But if you don't, if you don't have guys to get the ball to, it's going to be tough for the Saints to win this. And Jared Cook, yes, he's played great, but he dropped the ball, a touchdown. That would have been huge. Michael Thomas, once you double Michael Thomas, who's going to step up? So it looks like Jared Cook was going to step up, three catches, 85 yards. But he just caught the peak. he uh, dropped one of the biggest catches in the game. So that's really big. Kamara, when Kamara's not doing his best stuff, it's just it's going to be tough for the Saints to. Uh, really generate a lot of offense with one good weapon. You need more than one. So that means Kamara's going to have to step up and another guy's going to have to step up. Jared Cook has been that guy of late. But that has to continue. And that's kind of just what the Saints are looking at here. Now their defense played well and the stats are kind of skewed because of some Garbo uh, touchdowns and Garbo plays and Garbo yards. But overall, I mean, the Saints were able to get to Matt Ryan. I thought they did a really good job in the second and third quarters, controlled this game. 
and overall did it just a really good job. And again, I think the Saints, maybe the stats don't say it, but I think the Saints did play a good game in this one. They dominated for most of the game, but then just like penalties and stupid plays brought the Falcons back into the game. The offense didn't play good the whole game, but the defense was playing that good, kind of definitely helped the offense. And the offense was really a compliment to the defense today, which is fine. They had a lot of uh, games like that with Teddy. But the offense against these, like, they're going to have to play better against these hard teams when you play the 49ers and other teams, Seahawks. They're going to have to play better. And, again, they didn't turn the ball over. It wasn't really a, a sloppy brand of football on offense, but they just weren't able to convert on third down. They weren't able to really pick up the, the tough yardage inside. And you're going to have to do that against these teams. They're going to have to do it next week. So I think the uh, offense is going to have to step up there. Moving over to the intriguing matchups here. Really, our first two were just offensive line, how the Saints offensive line was going to do against this uh, Falcons defensive line, who has a lot of stars, haven't been playing well. And the last game, they completely destroyed the Saints. And then our, our second one was going to be our, our defensive line against their offensive line, which struggled immensely in the first game, especially against the run. And basically what happened was in this one, first starting with our offensive line, no sacks, and we had a 5.3 yards a carry. That was really good. I really wish that the Saints ran the ball more because then you would see more from the Saints um, in the stat department because you only ran the ball 18 times. That's why you don't even get over 100 yards and you have 95 yards. But I thought they were open up big holes for these guys to run through. I thought Kamara was running the ball well, but only 11 carries. So, again, I think he should have just got the ball more. So I really would like to see more from him. Taysom Hill had a big touchdown run, so that was really good. But overall, this offensive line completely ju just dismantled this Falcons um, defensive line. I think it also helps that Drew Brees was getting the ball out quick, and that was really good too. And they were open up holes. I think this offensive line completely uh, handled and contained this defensive line of the Falcons, and they were able to contain Grady Jarrett, Vic Beasley, all those guys. They were able to keep in check. So that was a really good from the Saints O-line. From the D-line, I think it was really more of the same. The Saints were able to completely control the, out the Falcons' offensive line. Cameron Jordan with the four sacks. And then you had Davenport with two sacks. They were just, I mean, your Rankins with one. Just complete domination up front. The um, Falcons weren't really able to do much with the, with, in the running game, too, with only averaging 3.4 yards a carry. Devontae Freeman, who's kind of killed the Saints in times past, only had 17 carries for 51 yards. So that was really good as well. So they were able to completely stop this running game get pressure on Matt Ryan, stop him. We already talked about it a ton, and they really won that matchup completely. Completely different game in this one. The Saints were at one physicality battle for sure. Penalties were still an issue, but physicality was one. It was a lot like last week's game against the Panthers. The physicality was there. The Saints were ready to play. They showed up. Now, the penalties were the real issue and some bonehead plays, and that's why the Saints really didn't bl completely blow out the Falcons, but... They, they brought they brought the physicality. They, they were not going to get embarrassed like they did the last game, and that was obviously a good thing to look at, and that just shows that this Saints coaching is really back on track. And then our third matchup was Lattimore versus Julio. Julio doesn't play, and Lattimore plays. We kind of thought it was going to be the opposite, but Julio doesn't play, so Lattimore, we're going to really just do like wide receiving course versus our secondary. And look, our secondary did get hurt a little bit, but they threw the ball 50 times, so... When looking at it, it's not the worst thing, but our secondary did get hurt a little bit. Calvin Ridley killed uh, Eli Apple in the beginning of the game. Eli Apple had a terrible game, one of his worst games as a Saint. I mean, I kept on saying how good he is, how good. Eli Apple's playing his best football, and then he has three penalties, gives up deep balls, and just did not have a good game in this one. He's going to have to bounce back next week, but again, they got Lattimore back. Lattimore definitely shut down Ridley in the second half when they kind of switched that, um, so that was really good. You had guys like Russell Gage. He scored a touchdown, so you don't want to see that out of the slot. 
But overall, I think they did a fine job. Now, it wasn't the best, but they did good enough to win it. They got some turnovers. That's just kind of what you want to see from the secondary. And overall, they did a really good job. So, I mean, Von Bell played really good. Um, Marcus Williams made the plays when he needed to. And then I think Apple is really the only reason the Saints team was looking a little, the Saints secondary was looking a little um, rough and just didn't play very good in the beginning, especially in like when the Falcons had that TD drive. It was really just Eli Apple just did not play well. He's getting beat after beat after beat. And the Saints could not have that. So I think that, you know, looking at it, I think the this secondary will be fine. And I think they played fine. But Eli Apple's got to get better. And you're allowed to have one bad game. We'll see how he bounces back. But that was just not a good game. Technique wasn't there. The Just everything he was doing really good just wasn't there. Penalties, the speed wasn't there. He just had a bad game, which happens time to time. But, I mean, let's see. We'll just have to see how he bounces back there. So before we get into our group-by-group group recap, here's a word from our sponsors at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice all in the Vivid Seats mobile app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. This is called Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Vivid Seats app today. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards program for free. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts, end games to the hottest theater shows and more. Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter the promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive a discount up to $100. It really is a great program, a really great app. So definitely check Vivid Seats out. They really know what they're doing. And I always go there when I'm looking for Saints tickets or obviously other tickets in the New York area. It's just really a good place to go. So now we are going to get into our group-by-group group recap here. So we're going to start with our quarterbacks, move through our offense with skill position O-line, turn it over to the defense, do our D-line, linebackers, and secondary, and finish off with our special teams and coaching groups. So starting with our quarterback, I'm going to give Breeze a B-minus in this one. I just don't think he played that well. I think he played like a game manager in this one, which isn't the worst thing. He didn't lose the Saints the game. The Saints still won. So that's fine. But when you're 18 of 30, didn't really have that great uh, completion percentage. Only 184 yards, only one touchdown. QBR was a 60, and uh, passer rating was an 88.7. Nothing bad. He outplayed Matt Ryan for sure. But to me, just just didn't really have the best of games in this one. It, it, it's it's tough for me to say that. Guys weren't running open downfield, so that's kind of maybe the reason. I thought the Saints were moving the ball, but then just drives would just fizzle out. They never got a really good rhythm in this one, so. It's not really all on Breeze, but it's definitely partly on him. I thought maybe some of his throws were a bit off, and again, some were not placed the best to where they needed to be. But I think, looking forward, I think he'll be just fine. Just in this one, definitely was a little bit off. But I think he outplayed Matt Ryan, did enough to get this win. Kind of played like a game manager, didn't have any picks, didn't have really any close, you know, just really bad plays. I also didn't think the, the play calling was really that good from Sean Payton, and we'll get into that later when we talk about our coaching. But I think that kind of was a reason as well. But the Saints offense, which was, was completely out of it, especially in that second half where, you know, they only put up nine points in the whole second half. That's just not where you want to be after putting up 17 in the first. So th th that's just kind of what I was thinking there. It's, look, he didn't have the worst game ever, but it was definitely below Drew Brees' standards in this game. Moving over to the skill position players, I'm going to give this group a C. They just did not not play good in this game, and... 
Kamara ran the ball well with 11 carries for 61 yards, but only had 11 carries, so we didn't really get a volume to really show that um, that running stat, so it wasn't really that good. Saints did run the ball for 95 yards on 18 carries, 5.3 yards a carry. That was good, but they really just, to me, they definitely looked a little off overall. You had Jared Cook. He was your reading, leading receiver with 85 yards on three catches, but he uh, dropped a touchdown pass. Michael Thomas didn't really play that good. He had a drop, six catches, 48 yards. Now, they were also double-teaming him basically the whole game, so that's just kind of what they were doing, and it actually worked because no one really stepped up. You had Jared Cook step up a little bit, but then with a great play downfield, you would get a, just a drop in the end zone, stuff like that. Alan Kamara was really a no-show. Couldn't really make guys miss out of the backfield. Four catches, 23 yards. Traquan Smith, nothing really. Ted Ginn only had one target, and he dropped it. I mean, typical Ted Ginn, I guess. Just really wasn't a good game from the Saints. Taysom Hill catches the only touchdown. Big game from Taysom Hill, obviously. But besides that, really nothing from the Saints skill position players here. And that's why you're going to get your C. It's just it's, it was not good. And the Saints are going to have to find someone besides Michael Thomas because you, you're going to come in next week. The, the 49ers are going to double Mike Thomas, and they're going to let someone else beat them or try to let someone else beat them. And who are the Saints going to do it? Is it going to be Jared Cook? Is he going to catch that ball in the end zone? Will he get full trust from Drew Brees? We'll have to see. Will it be Alvin Kamara? Will he finally make some guys miss and then really win those one-on-ones? Because he wasn't even winning all the one-on-one battles, which he always wins. It's just, it's kind of interesting. Will Traquan Smith finally be the guy and step up big time? He usually has one to two big games a year. Has not had that yet. Taysom Hill steps up this game. Will, will he be able to do that again? But he only got four touches. So what are you really expecting from a guy that only gets four touches? I mean, you can't think of that much. And two of them happen to be touchdowns, which is great for him. But, I mean, maybe you should give more volume to him if you really think he's that good of a player. Or is Ted Ginn going to catch a, a deep pass or something like that? There's something has got to be better. Because right now, you have no one really getting open. And that's, you know, Drew Brees, he's not the old Drew Brees where he could just throw guys open 40 yards down the field. Now, he can throw guys down, uh, throw guys open 10 yards or, you know, 12 yards. But that's hard to sustain long term. So, they're going to have to get open. They're going to have to break free. And that's how the Saints are going to do this thing. So, yes, I'm going to put a little bit on Sean Payton. I'm going to put a little bit on Drew Brees. But overall, these skill position players have to step up. And when Michael Thomas is getting double teams... Kamara's going to have to step up. Wasn't able to do that this game. Was losing one-on-one -on -one battles. That's not like the Alvin Kamara we know. So that's going to be something that you know we have to watch out for, how he plays. So, I mean, he gets some blame. Jared Cook cannot drop passes, especially in the end zone. He's going to get some blame. Now, he made some really nice plays in this game. And 40-yard catch, and really all was done after the catch. So that was really nice by him. But then dropping a touchdown pass is not helping the Saints. Traquan Smith. Has basically been a no-show all year. Ted Ginn's been dropping passes all year well. Looks like how he was with the Panthers or how he was with the Dolphins back in the day. Not not really good there. So if you wanted like a little rant for me, that's going to be it. Saints have to step up on offense. And especially with the skill position group who just played really bad in this one. So they got to find answers and they got to find answers quick going into next week. Now it wasn't the worst game up. It wasn't really the worst game for this group. But... It's just definitely was looking at these stats, looking how they played. It was sloppy, and they couldn't get open. And they're going to play a much tougher group next week. So we'll see how they bounce back in this one. You win, you're fine, and it's great. But it's got to get better. And especially, you're going to get embarrassed next week at home. And we do not want that to happen. Moving over to the O-line group, I'm going to give them an A-. I thought they played good. They were open up holes on the offensive line, as I said before, for the running backs. And no sacks. So overall, I thought they played really good. Hats off to Patrick Omame, who did a good enough job in the relief of Taron Armstead. And then also Nick Easton did a good enough job in the um, absence of 
uh, Andrews Pete. He really looks like he's just as good as Andrews Pete. So I don't know why Nick Easton wasn't getting, uh, wasn't active for all this year because he's looked pretty good and pretty solid. Same with Patrick Omama. He's also looked solid, but at least he was active. So you kind of understand that he was going to be the second guy. And he's played well to this point, better than um, Jermon Bushra did last year. So good job from Omame. Good job from Easton up front. Then going over to your right side, it's been good as always. Ramchek did well as well as Walford and Eric McCoy just completely uh, stymied a pretty good pass rush. On paper, really great pass rush, but this year really hasn't been a good pass rush with the Falcons. So, I mean, they did much better than the first game. you got to give them a lot of credit. So I'm going to give them an A-. I mean, there are still some plays where you saw some QB hits or some like plays like that, but overall, a really good job by them. Swapping over to the defense, this D-line is going to get an A+++. Nine sacks, stopping the run. They were able to do everything in this game. You got to give it to Cam Jordan with four sacks. Now league leading 13 and a half sacks. That's obviously really good. We'll see if that holds up through the weekend. And you have guys like Davenport now with six sacks. He gets two more sacks. You're thinking like that eight. That's where he should be. So that was really good to see as well. I think he's really hitting his stride at the right point. Then you're looking at guys like Rankins getting a sack. I think he's starting to really catch on. He's playing really good ball. Uh, Malcolm Brown's playing good. Onyemata's playing good. Shy Tuttle with that great interception and just embarrassing Matt Ryan. That's all you want to see. This group, Trey Hendrickson with the sack, this group is stepping up and they're playing really good football. And this was the game you wanted to see from them. Complete domination up front. Really good game from the defensive line. Linebackers, I'm going to give them a B+. I think Demario Davis played good in this game. I don't think he played great, but I do think he played good. He had a tackle for loss, QB hit, but he did have that hands-to-the-face penalty, which really brought him back and almost lost the Saints this game. So could not have that in the future. That kind of just takes like a tick off for him. AJ Klein and Kiko Alonso made some really nice plays in the running game. Really good job by Kiko. A few tackle for loss. He looks just like a better version of like Manti Teo. So that's really good. But in the past game, they're just not really up to that great elite A standard yet. So that's why they're really going to get brought down to that B-plus level. But overall, they played a really solid game, and they did a really good job. And then our secondary, I'm going to give them like a BB-plus. I think Lattimore played all right in this game. He didn't play amazing, but I think he played good. And Eli Apple played really bad. I'm going to give him a B. Um, overall, that's kind of what I'm going to make this verdict on air. So I- I'm going to give him a B just because I don't I, like Lattimore played good, but not great. Eli Apple played his probably worst game um, of the year, so that's kind of tough to see. He had three penalties, was getting beat. Just you don't want to see that. Bad technique, bad speed off the ball. Just really not what you want to see from Apple. And then really your guys in the slot played pretty well. C.J. Garner-Johnson had the picks. That was really good to see. And like overall, they did a good job. They were able to control this team. I think it looked like that they were kind of in control of this game, but just some penalties, bonehead penalties, killed them within secondary, and you just could not have that in the future, and a couple of big plays from them. So overall, I think they'll be fine, but it just wasn't their best showing. But I think they played good enough, and they kept that momentum going, and they're going to have to play good next week with Jimmy Garoppolo coming into the dome there. But a good job from the secondary. Special teams, I'm going to give them, look, you want to give them an A up to that final point. Because then, then you give them an F. So I'm going to give them a B plus, A minus here. I guess maybe you go towards a B plus. Because you cannot give up basically three straight onside kicks in, th- in today's onside kicks days. I mean, you got to give it to Young Hoku, who put some really nice kicks up there. But someone's got to step up and make those, make those plays. So we can go home, you know, 26 to 9 and get the Saints this W. And, th- th- and that's really what it should have been. The Saints should have been out in the field, running the ball, hopefully maybe score another touchdown, whatever it was. Get, get them up over 30 points. That would have been, a, you know, feel good. But they come out here making the defense, make this a close game, keeping them on the field. You just don't want to see that. 
and that cannot happen into the future. The second, for that part of the special teams, they got to step up. You got to practice it all week, and you cannot let any team get another onside kick for the rest of the season for sure. But the rest of the special teams played really good. You're going to block punt against the Falcons to start the game. We've seen that before. Great play by Taysom Hill. And then also you saw some really um, good plays, uh, good kicks, I should say, by Will Lutz and um, a good some good punts by Thomas Morstead. So overall, really good job besides those last two plays. They were doing pretty good in the kick return. Um, the defense, one big run, but besides that, Really nothing there. So overall, I'm going to give this uh, special teams a B plus for those um, onside kicks at the end of the game. But overall, I think they did a good job. And then coaching, I'll also give a B plus because as I think Sean Payton got this team ready to play and the morale was there, everything was there in that department, I didn't like the play calling one and the penalties have not stopped. It's got to stop. Because now, I mean, look, maybe they just need to lose. Against the, against the 49ers. I don't even know who I'm going to pick in this one, but if they play with all those penalties and they don't play a clean game, it's going to be really tough to win. Now, I don't know if they're going to do that or if they're not, but, and I don't know if maybe it's just the refs calling some bad play call, uh, bad, um, you know, calls, but right now they're getting calls to them and it's killing them. So they got to stop that for sure. And it's got to happen now. And that's going to start with the coaching. The coaching teaches that. And if you cannot teach that, then that shows that maybe you're not just getting a full hold of the locker room as you should be. The play calling I also did not like in this game. A lot of head scratchers on offense. So, again, I'm just really not... It wasn't really happy with Sean Payton's play calling, especially when they ran it on third down, like a third and three. Why are you doing that? And, you know, just a couple other plays later in the game, they just looked like they gave up for a field goal in the fourth quarter when they ran the ball on, like, a third and eight. I don't like to see that. Again, just some plays just kind of head scratchers from Sean Payton. I think sometimes the emotions do get the better of them at times. I think Dennis Allen did a really good job. He was calling really good blitzes, dialing up really good stuff, and he was really daring the Falcons to throw it and Matt Ryan to beat him, and Matt Ryan wasn't able to do that. He pressed, he threw turnovers, he got sacked. That was the perfect formula from Dennis Allen, so a job well done by him. But overall, good Saints win. We're division champs in November. That's all you want to see coming into this season. They're right back in the playoffs, home playoff game in the Dome, but there are obviously some places where the Saints can get better. I don't think they've played the best game yet. So I think overall, they're going to be, I think they'll be ready to go next week. And they probably, the morale will definitely be there. And it's going to be a close game. But those little things sometimes kill you. So they're obviously going to have to watch out for that. And then now we are going to get into our Who Dat Nation of Fan questions. This episode, we're going to answer one question. And that was from Saints Fans 9. And he asked, Do you think we can beat San Francisco? And yeah, I do think obviously we can beat San Francisco. But we may not if we have all these uh, penalties and we don't play up to the kind of caliber we're willing to play with, especially on offense. Now, San Fran has this great defense, and they're able to step up and do some really good things. Their front seven is one of the best in the league, and you got to give them a lot of credit with that because you obviously were they were able to add it through the draft, get a really good defensive line, and do a really good job. Just looking at these names is like, wow. You trade for D Ford, you get Nick Bosa, DeForest Buckner they drafted, Eric Armstead really good. And then like behind that, you have like their backups could be a starting defensive line. You have um, Solomon Thomas on the defense. You have Nick Bosa on the defense, on the second team there. And they obviously swap him in and out, kind of like we do. They're a good team. They're going to step up. Their linebackers are probably the worst part of their defense, but still good with Fred Warner, uh, Greenlaw, and Aziz Al-Shar. Uh, um, sorry if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. And their secondary is really good with Sherman, Jimmy Ward, Witherspoon. They're obviously going to show up and play as well. It's going to be a tough game for the Saints. 
Now, I think they'll match the intensity, but if they have these bonehead penalties, it's going to hurt them late. On defense, I do think that the Saints have a good matchup against the 49ers. I think they'll be able to get pressure on Jimmy Garoppolo, make him nervous, make him throw some bad plays. I think they'll be able to stop like a Debo Samuel type player. Probably won't be a big issue for them in this one. Emmanuel Sanders, they should be good in the slot against, and they don't really have a big speedster in this one, so that's really good. I mean, George Kittle, we got Bell down the field. I think he'll be able to match up with him and won't let him really beat us. So again, I think we kind of, I think, and then against the run, they really have nothing. I think we easily be able to stop their run there. Now they do have a good line, but I, I don't think that will be a problem there. And I think the Saints will be able to stop their running game. And I think they'll be able to stop the passing game. I think it will be low scoring and whoever's going to make that big play and who won't make the biggest mistakes in this one probably will win. I think the Saints can easily beat them. We'll talk about them more next week, but they're a great team and they're obviously going to come up in here looking for a win. They need a win in this one and they have a really tough three game stretch. They won the first one in Green Bay. Now they're going to go to um, Baltimore, see what they do. And then they come back to play New Orleans. They'll be practicing in Florida that whole week. So they're definitely going to be off their schedule. It's a one o'clock game. They're used to obviously playing on the West Coast where it would really be 10 o'clock there. Um, that's going to obviously be really good for the Saints. But I think, look, they're going to be a defense travels, and they have a great defense. And if the Saints aren't able to make those plays from the skill position players, it's going to be a tough day for the Saints. They'll probably get behind the sticks, and they'll have to make some tough plays, and that's not going to bode well for this team. But overall, they definitely have a good chance of beating them. I probably will be picking them. I mean, at home, the Saints crowd will definitely be there. And 49ers are coming off a few really emotionally high games. Now they're going to play another one. It's just that wear really um, kind of gets to you after a while there. But again, that's just kind of what I'm thinking. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion and haven't followed us on our various social media platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat This, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion, and then also you can listen to us on anywhere you listen to all of your other podcasts. That means iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, really anywhere they listen to your podcast, we are on. So big win for the Saints, back to back to back. NFC South champions. That's really great. We will probably only do one episode next week, and that will be the preview for the 49ers game. We actually may put a small episode in, like Monday or Tuesday, just to give an update, and then our regular um, preview. If if we only have one episode, the preview will probably go out on Thursday. And then if we um, do have that first uh, episode at like Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, we'll put it out on Friday as usual, probably Friday morning, but I think we're just leaning towards like a Thursday morning preview, so you kind of have a longer time to listen to the preview episode, it'll probably be a little more in-depth, we'll have a lot of news, and just kind of stuff from the weekend, so that's kind of what we're looking at there, but that's kind of the schedule for next week, Saints obviously getting all by this division, um, this kind of division stretch, Saints go 3-1 and one in that stretch, very good job, and we'll see what, the, what they do in the last stretch here, where they only play one division game, and a few games out of the division, two games against a- AFC teams, Overall, the Saints are playing good football. Now it's turned and play great football. And they're going to have to turn to that level when they play the 49ers next Sunday. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?